I don't even want to do the intro because this is not a normal episode. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Six Pod. We're going to get right into it because this is uh, just fresh in both of uh, our minds. Jacob, the Leafs shit the bed against the worst hockey team in the NHL. It was 5 no, not the worst. No, yes, not it is. Worst. Yeah, no. worst. The worst team in the Canadian division by far. Well, then I guess the Leafs are the worst. No, Jacob, we're actually the first uh, in the National Hockey League at present. But there was a lot of concerning things that, that I saw uh, tonight. First off, yay, Jordan Thorne's back. Awesome. Love to see it. His goal was not a – that shouldn't have been – that shouldn't be credited to him. He did absolutely nothing on that. No, but he uh, he got an assist, set up Matthews. Um, it was nice. However, the collapse of this team, Jacob – is on the backs of three players. Three. Ooh. Two of them are actually uh, on this wall here. Um, Austin? No. Not Austin. Okay, I was just gonna no. Say. no. Okay. No. Not Austin Johnny? at all. Pardon me? Johnny? John Travaris is definitely one of them. I can't see. I can't see your Morgan wall Morgan Riley. Well. He's at the yeah. bottom here. Okay. And Frederick Anderson. Yeah, that's a given. Six goals. <laughs> well, well, how many shots too? Like 30 no, shots? No, he had like an 808 save percentage or like an 827 uh, save percentage tonight. Yeah, that's, so uh... I, I, I want to break this down. I want to break this down real quick, Jacob. This probably was one of the worst fucking hockey games I've ever seen John Travaris play in his entire life. Like play after play, he was just just doing nothing. He played with no purpose, just nothing. I would have rather him, like, I would have rather him not play tonight. He did shit. Nothing. He did nothing. Second, we've got, we've got Frederick Anderson. But Simon, he's uh, played great. Uh, lost five games. I don't care. I, I truly don't care. Great goalies don't let in six goals against Ottawa. Ottawa, I don't, I'm, 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 not, I'm not getting mad at Ottawa, Jacob. They have a great future, but you're, you can't tell me that the Leafs should have, like, Ottawa didn't win this game. They did. Let me, no, let me, let me, uh, let me. So, as someone who's, who's kind of cheering for Ottawa, watching them play, it's like, I don't want to, I want to watch a close hockey game. So, I see the Leafs go off, I'm like, okay. This is boring, and then slowly but surely, Ottawa keeps getting you know, like getting back in at each goal, um, made it a little more exciting, and I, I like to see that. So at the end of the game, I was kind of I was back to my roots, going for Ottawa. But when it got to overtime, Simon, I was like, okay, this is the Leafs' game to lose at this point, right? Like your first line is going to be Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Morgan Riley. Then your second line is going to be T.J. Brody, um, Jonathan Tavares, Tavares, William Tavares Nylander. yeah, Tavares and Nylander. So at that point, I'm like, okay, well we'll just pack it in because what are we going to do? Schutzel and Kachuk and Shabbat, and that's about it, right? So, hey. Yeah. Hey, it worked out. The Russian man. Dad enough. Yeah, the Russian man. So, so it brings me back to my uh, number three, Morgan Riley, who has been awful 
this entire season has is a liability in our own zone. I don't know what mm. he's doing. I, I don't. Um, Joe, I have a visual for you that I, um, that I would me. love that that I would love to show you, and I don't know okay. how well it's going to show um, for you, but this was Morgan Riley's shot selection. Just a reminder: Riley shooting pressured the puck handler Dadanov. Then Dadanov got the breakaway, scored. Okay. So I don't know if you can see. It's not a great. I can send it to you here. Let me. I, I'm gonna send it to you. Can you not screen share? Not on my phone. It'd be easier just to send. Okay. No, um, I'm gonna message you, but in the interim, in the interim, sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Riley decided to shoot as a, as a defenseman to shoot through four players for a goal instead of giving it to a one timer to Austin Matthews, who was wide open. To, to be fair, the goalie no, is way no, out of position. No, 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 you don't shoot that. Riley doesn't shoot. The goalie shoot. is literally outside of the crease. I understand that there's, this is like, this is maybe not the first option, but it's not a terrible option when the goalie is that far out of the net. But there are two bodies, three bodies in the way. So Austin Matthews. And you're Morgan Riley to Austin Matthews. This yeah. is classic Leafs loss, Jacob. Classic, pathetic, um, unacceptable. If I was Keith, I you know what? Actually, screw Keith too. What is he doing to let his team come? Like, like what is he saying to his team? Where was the timeout? Where was anything? Like, what? There should be no pucks tomorrow at practice. Zero. Skating. Skating. Skate. Eh? On the line. Riley, figure it out. I think we should expose him in the Seattle draft. I, that's, I, a, that's that's I, a hot take. I, screw him, bro. What is he six, doing? What, 6.5 Four, a year? F- I think it's five. I thought it was six. Five? 5.5? I don't know that. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but... I, I I can't defend him anymore. Six years, thirty million. You're right. So five million a year. So it's five. He's a five AAV. His cap hits. His cap hits five. So, so I I can't see him in the defensive zone anymore. He treats it like it's like Wednesday night shinny with the boys at eleven p.m. He makes dumbass plays. Decides to rush. In during unnecessary series of events, just an awful game for Morgan Riley. I don't know what's wrong with Tavares. I don't know, but him and him him and Nylander need to figure it out. I, I'm I'm a Nylander stan, supporter, lover, admirer. Okay, forever. However, I think I think combination Jacob and I'm gonna I'm gonna stop after this, but. I think a combination of the two, I think they have four total points at five on five combined, Tavares and Nylander together. Well, and they those are probably from the first like what five, six, seven, eight games of the year. Like yeah, they've since, gone since non-existent. They've gone cold. So hey. Oh well, they just need they just need Hyman. They just need Hyman. Are you kidding me? 
we're paying them to combined $18 million and they need another player? Bullshit. Are you kidding? Like, that's a joke. We're not playing. We're not, I'm not playing, uh, paying Tavares $11 million a year for him to only produce when he has a playmaker. Figure it out. We don't usually get mad at Johnny on this on this pod no, too. So I'm a, this I'm is a when you know it's, it's serious. It he's up there, right here. Yeah, he's on the wall. He's on Simon's he's wall. On my wall. So, however, I'm about to rip Riley down and put Travis Boyd up because he's the only one that decided to hit tonight. He's the only one that decided to back check. Oh my gosh, this was pathetic. So for everyone who didn't watch the game, um, and we didn't really give a great background about it, but um, Leafs were up 5-1 in the second period. And out of nowhere, it's just suddenly 5-5 goes to overtime. Um, really close chance for Leafs. Like we thought they were on the doorstep. Mitch Marner, again, passes to Morgan Riley, open shot more or less, and goes the other way. Uh, Sends get a breakaway and finish it off. Freddie, eh? Freddie's not great with the breakaways. Freddie's not good with anything. When he's bad, he's like, he's like, he's like, I don't even know. Like a, like a, like a triple A backup goalie. Here's a quote from Keith just now. What the, like, what the hell? Sheldon Keith, after the second period, that was as bad as he's ever felt about a 5-2 lead. The warning signs were there for the Leafs head coach long before the sense come back. Do something about it. What do you, what's that, what's that quote doing? Like, what is that? How is that helpful? Hey, hindsight. It's 2020. You know what? I'll, I, Wherever you are, Jack Campbell, I hope you are well. I hope you're stretching. I think you're groin or your hamstring or whatever. Because we need you back. We've played Freddie a lot recently. He's tired. I get it. But that, that was a pathetic performance for those from those three. Worst game I've ever seen from John Tavares. Like, bad. Like, he was just bad. And guess what, Sherm? What? We're seeing Michael Hutchinson this week because the Leafs have a back-to-back with the Senators. What if he surprises so, you? It's a pleasant surprise, no, Hutchinson. No, no. Hey, watch. You never know. Watch. Watch. Hey. Mark my words. Mark my words. We will lose. We will lose. We will lose or he'll give up, like, five goals? Either or. Because th- oh, those okay. are the, 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 that's clearly what happens. We were up 5-1. No injury. Okay, well, no major injuries, right? No, Other than Simmons, maybe Wayne Simmons. Simmons. Simmons okay, is okay, gone. Simon. No, no, the, no injuries the in the in the in the no. top six. In the top does six, to, does or, Tavares or the, have a have a concussion or a brain injury? Like what? I don't know what was wrong with him tonight. Did did, did he not get his re, like? Did his batteries not recharge before his game or something? Did was his network signal not working? I don't understand. He probably didn't have enough like pure protein powder before the game or something like like did he not run through four walls i don't understand (laughs) but hey good for the sense i guess not really no thanks say it say it no i i like the sense are gonna be fun to watch in three years when they get a decent goaltender um listen man i'm 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 gonna i'm gonna be honest if the sense had some decent goaltending in like for the past like since their start their record may maybe not they wouldn't be, be three and ten, right? Maybe, maybe, but guess what? Two of those wins are from the Leafs. That's that's fun. Sixty six percent of the Sens wins. So the last place team in the North yeah, Division. Yeah, 
yeah. come against the first place team in the NHL. In the NHL. The NHL. So, so we are the laughing stock of tonight. Here's, here's another thing I want to bring up, Simon. Um, I think what I saw, you know, as the deep analyst I am into these games, the, the Leafs seem to get complacent when they have big leads, especially against a team like Ottawa, who is in the basement, or, or just in general. Recently, they've been playing the same teams over and over again, and none of them are, are quite in the same skill category as the Leafs are. And I think that's actually going to be um, a downfall for the Leafs going into the playoffs, potentially. Um, because we noticed they're getting they're getting really complacent and comfortable in these games where they've seen the same faces, they kind of have the same strategies going forward, and for the most part, they've been winning pretty handily, right? So going up forward, if they have to play Washington or or Tampa Bay or Pittsburgh or Boston, right? They're not, not they're not gonna. We would get sweeped if we played like swept, that tonight. Swept, swept, swept. You said Stutzel, Stutzel, but I'm not calling you out. But I'm calling you out now. I said Schutzel. Yeah, some dumb thing like that. It's not. That's not it at all. Schutzel, what? It's pretty. Cool. Regardless, no, you're right. We were we were complacent, uh, unfocused, unenergetic. Awful game by John Tavares. I'm gonna keep saying it. Like, I don't know. And it's not been, he hasn't been good this year. Sell the team. Rebuild. Well, I don't think I'm there yet. But like, if you're, if Morgan Riley is looking, is is looking off a generational goal scorer, are you joking me, Riley? Like, listen, he's winning. He gets to go home to uh, test a virtue every night. Mint. Okay, he he's 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 set. He's happy. But he's mailing it in, right? Yeah, yeah. He's doing something right. <laughs> but nothing is is it's not happening on the ice. Anyways, I'm done with the leaves. That was my spiel and rant. Jacob, thank you for letting me uh letting me do that. Um this is a fresh, like this is a fresh take. We this we're is first, recording this is the first about half hour after the game ended, so this is pretty much Leafs talk um, on this Six Pod. This is the first today. like fresh take we've done, hmm. right? Um, hmm. Like you well, usually, yeah. Usually like, it's like a day or after, yeah, or a like, couple this hours. Is like fresh, fresh. Um, this is fresh, especially I mean, big loss like if, this. Even if we weren't planning to record tonight, I probably would have asked to do an emergency to do a pod. six take to do a six hmm. take. Well, six take. This man, um, this was a classic Toronto Maple Leafs loss. I need a new team. I think I like Carolina. I think. Okay. 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 It's okay. Um, hey, one game, Simon. They're still in first place. We're gonna. We're gonna not. You know. They better wake we're up. Gonna, we're not gonna overdo it with one game. We're gonna take no, that with a grain no, of salt. No. 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 But we don't want to see no, a game like this happen again. No. No. That's a bad sign. All right. Jim. Tell the team. Let's let's talk. What is up? How are you? Let's kind of let's kind of connect here. I I understand. I I came in hot today. It's good. We like coming in hot. But um, um I'll I'll talk about um some Raptors trade rumors if you don't mind. Yeah, talk about the Raptors uh in, in uh, just in general. What what's what's going on here? I understand we we had a hard loss yesterday. 
Yeah, that was unfortunate. Um, that's not something you want to see as as a Raptors fan after making such good strides. You know, they were they were twelve and thirteen, had a chance to move into fourth place if they beat Boston, I believe, Thursday night. So um, they lost that ultimately, and they ended the game pretty poorly. And then they had a game last night against the um, Minnesota Timberwolves, who, for those of you who don't know, are seven and twenty on the season, which is worst in the NBA, Simon. And we lost by four points to a team with a twenty-five percent winning percentage, who was fifteen games back of first place. Only 25 games into the season. That's ridiculous. So, I don't know. Like, Simon, some days I'm like, hey, this looks great. And the next day I'm like, well, they're back to losing. But they're still in eighth place. And we're lucky because the Eastern Conference is just abysmal right now. Like, Simon, if I told you 13 and 13 was... what, What would I... If I said 13 and 13, what place would you kind of think of when I say that? Sixth? Fifth? Sixth? It's, it's not bad. It's it's fourth, which to me seems very high. I usually think of like seventh or eighth for like someone who's about 500, but um, apparently you don't. Well, I'm a little bit glass half full type of type of thinker, Jacob. I yeah. think you're a little bit more okay. pessimistic. Okay. Well, we'll just compare it to the West for a second. Fourth place is 17 and nine. So we're lucky to be Damn. in the East right now. Damn. Yeah, we're lucky to be in the East. We have teams like the Hornets and the Knicks in front of us right now. So obviously that won't really keep up. Hopefully I may have to bite my tongue later, but if the Raptors, they have a really tough schedule. They got two games against Milwaukee coming up and you know how we are against Milwaukee. So hopefully they just get one of those games. So they don't slip too far down in the standings, Simon, but one big thing, sorry, what were you going to say? I just want to talk about the Aaron Bain situation, but you... Here, I'm going to lead into that real quick, okay. and then you can you can kind of add on to that. Please, because um, um, it's not good, Sherm. No, it's not good, but here we go. Andre Drummond, a couple-time All-Star center, right? Cavs, Cavs center right now, and, active, and the Cavs are in active trade talks with the Raptors because apparently Drummond's not going to be playing. Um, until he gets traded. So he's going to be sitting on the bench in Cleveland until he gets traded. So the Raptors have been one of the main names, if not one of the only names I've heard in terms of um, buying on, on on Drummond. So this would address our center issue. That is Aaron Baines, who is, to, to put it lightly, Simon, he's, he's definitely not a starting. Um, he's definitely not a playoff starting center. Um, and I could say he's, barely a starting center in the NBA to be, to be fair. So we got to fix that because Boucher is, is not ready to play full games as a center and he's doing great as a six man role, but he just, when it comes to it, he's, there's no way he's guarding Joel Embiid or, or Nikola Jokic or, or even like, like Bam Adebayo. So we need someone who's physical, who can grab rebounds. Drummond's led this league in rebounds multiple times and he'll also put up 17, 18 points a game. So, Getting Drummond would be great, Simon, but I don't want the price to be super high. Um, picks, okay, give them a couple picks. We usually do well with our drafting regardless, but I don't want to see them give up 
obviously, I don't think they'll give up Pascal. They won't give up Pascal or Fred, but I can see Lowry coming into this deal, which wouldn't make sense to me because the Cavs are not contending. So I don't see them actually trading Lowry, but I can see his name coming up. Um, Norman Powell can come up and I think OG is off the market. So I think it's going to come down to Lowry, um, Powell and picks. What about Stanley Johnson? I don't think he offers as much trade value as some of the other guys. He, he might, he might be that. like a second piece into it, but he's not going to be the headliner that we're getting. Oh, Drummond okay. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, no, man, I watch Baines and it's, uh, it's painful. It's kind of like a Morgan Riley, but just like consistently night in and <laughs> night out. Like, what are you doing? Like what's like, what's happening? Um, guess how much, guess how much Baines makes a year compared to one of your favorite NHL players. Look, the NBA's salary, so I'm going to be way off, but do you want me to guess? Yeah. Is it for, so AAV? Yeah, so he has a two-year deal. Guess how much it's worth. 15? 14. So $7 okay. million a year for Aaron okay. Baines to, so, to give us zero points a night. That's what, that's what I was about to say. That is, uh, that's absurd. And he's bad, like just consistently. And like, he's an effort guy, which I do respect. But like, his he's a effort guy that, is like... Like, what's going on? Okay, let's just read off his, his you know, his careers, or not his career stats, his, his per game stats on the season. Um, 2021, he's averaging 5.6 points a game, 5.5 rebounds a game, one assist per game. He is shooting 40% from the field and 22% from three. Let me give you some context for those numbers. Centers statistically are the best with field goal percentage because they take so many close range shots, unless you're talking about someone like Joel Embiid or Nicole Jokic, who often, you know, is a primary ball handler and, and will take shots from wherever they want. But like someone like Rudy Gobert, even Andre Drummond, um, guys who like live in, in the post, like they're, they're averaging like, you know, just like upwards of 60, um, 60% field goal. So Aaron Bates is about 20%, like a good centers, like 20%, Simon. He's two-thirds of what a good center is in terms of in terms of scoring. And then if we're talking about three-point percentage, Simon, 22%. 22%. What's something you do more than one in every five times of? You know? You know what I'm, you know what I'm asking? Like, say, say you you're eating a bag of sunflower seeds. You know, you get the you get the bad seeds every once in a while. Yeah, the uh, like the overbaked ones. Like yeah, like ones? the overbaked, yeah. and they're black and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure you're more likely to get one of those seeds than for Aaron Baines to hit a three pointer. Okay, that was random. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, but wow. that's just a that stat. Was a, that, was... that was a stat that came to mind, and I'm frustrated. So, anyways. Um... I really hope this Aaron Baines trade can. Uh, sorry, not this Aaron. Andre Drummond trade can go through. I mean, for Aaron us. Baines, if he's gone, I'm not mad. So that would also be. I they were playing the the Grizzlies earlier this past weekend, and Jonas Valanciunas just just made this man his child. Like, I think Valanciunas had like 24 points and 17 rebounds, and Aaron Baines had like five points and like maybe maybe eight or nine rebounds so yeah if if yeah, we're man. gonna go forward and Aaron Baines is, is not part of this winning organization in my opinion but there are many other issues we have so I mean I won't get into all of them because we get into them every week but hopefully we see some improvement this weekend's Milwaukee 
some exciting news uh, as, a, as a change for regarding the Raptors. Uh, the G League started up their bubble. I don't really Malachi. understand it. Man, did you, did you see his stats today? Uh, 33. Um, 33 rebounds. points. Yeah, man. Uh, 67% field goal percentage. Uh, Jalen Harris, uh, 22 points, uh, 7 rebounds, and 47 field goal percentage. So, yeah, man. They, good for uh, him. They're looking looking good. I think they just need playing time. Definitely not getting it mm-hmm. uh, with the Raptors. Like, that's 7 minutes. It's understandable. They're, they're not there second. yet. No. But hey, it, it's good stuff and development. The uh, Marlies started up today too. Uh, they won, which was nice. They showed up, which was cool. Um, the uh, their goalie—I don't know their name—but he got his first AHL start and AHL win. Uh, maybe if he's interested, he can play for the Leafs on Wednesday because anything's better than Frederick Anderson at this point. Um, I got Hutch- what about Hutchinson? I, I can't. He's he strikes a nerve. With me, Jacob. He he's like. Yeah, we'll, we'll just hey, it's okay. We don't need to be. We don't need to revisit no, this if you but, don't want to. But my point though is uh, some like Robertson is getting reps in now. Um, Sandine is getting reps in. Lilleran is getting reps in. All that type of stuff. Nice. I mean, it's always it's always just weird having like. Like we've we've played this whole past season pretty much without the AHL or the G League, and it's just like oh, it's normal. Um, yeah, it's just gonna and now and, yeah, and now it's, it's like back in. It's like oh, cool, but um, that's really important for for teams that are developing, um, you know, younger players like the Raptors or or the Leafs that that kind of need that that time to play an actual game instead of just like training on their own time, right? Especially the MLB. The MLB absolutely needs to have the minor leagues this year because. Yeah, that's wild. Though. There was just nothing. Like that's crazy to me. Anyways, what's uh, what's next? I understood there was this. Uh, you had a segment yeah. idea. A little segment idea, Simon. So I'm going to ask you a couple nicknames, and I'm just going to kind of make a little like a little bracket here and see which one of these nicknames is uh, is number one in your opinion. Okay. All right. For what sport, or does it matter? These are just sports legends and their nicknames. Okay. 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 I like it. Are you okay with that? I'm I'm vibing. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. So we got the Black Mamba or the Great One. I'm going Black Mamba. What about you? Honestly, man, I think the Great One's one of the hardest nicknames you can have in sports. Like the I Great think, One, and everyone just knows who you're talking about. I just think the uh, just the authority and uh, and power Black Mamba has. Like the Great One's like. Yeah, you know the great one. You're not. I agree mm-hmm. with you, but like, there's power there. Um, what's next? Okay. The beard or Mister Hockey? <laughs> what? Uh, Mister Hockey, probably. I don't know. What about you? I mean, honestly, like James Harden, my favorite player. But what kind of nickname is the Beard? The guy has a beard, yeah. so he's the Beard. Yeah, that's really unoriginal. It is. So I'm gonna have to go with you on this one. Um, yeah, Mr. Hockey is a pretty great nickname. Okay, another one for you. Okay, let me just give you a little bit of background on this one. Do you know Frank Thomas? 
No. Okay. Um, big baseball player, over 500 career home runs, played a season with the Jays. Nickname is the Big Hurt, Simon. And if I can just give you his dimensions real quick. So he's a big boy? Oh, <laughs> this is a big boy. Um, Frank Thomas size. Oh, I wish I had this in pounds. Give me one second. Okay. He was six foot six, Simon, 250 pounds. That's a big boy. So his that's nickname a, was... That is a ma- that, that's a yeah. massive boy. That's a big man. So he was the big hurt. Okay. Or... Okay. And this is this is another good one too. King James. King James. Yeah. It's, I got I got to agree with you on that one. King James is a... Uh, you know, that's that's like, tough. That's that's a tough one. That is a tough one. That's tough. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So Shaq was known as the Big Aristotle. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if a lot of people call him that. Even though even Shaq is like a nickname in itself, because that wasn't even. It's like you know calling calling someone like Jacob Jake, but I guess it's not hey, not he- as fun. Yeah, not as fun, right? So are we going with the big Aristotle or the brow? Oh, for AD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, you should probably talk on him after too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to like not think of the like player and I'm just strictly evaluating like the name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, probably... Uh, Probably Shaq's the great Aristotle. It's another case here where we're like the brow. What this guy's unibrow? Now he's the brow. Let's yeah, it's not really that's original. Not really original. I'm like, I don't think like making nicknames based off like physical appearance like facial hair, which would apply to the unibrow, uh is yeah. not really super creative. Okay, Simon, let me let me pull one more up for you. Okay, I'm gonna make this one the best one yet. So we got Reggie Jackson, baseball legend, Mr. October was his nickname. Okay. Yep. Because he he was just amazing. In postseason. In the postseason. In the postseason. And we got the captain, another baseball legend, Derek Jeter. The captain. Again, I am I'm I'm having difficult distinguishing just strictly the nicknames versus the impact or the significance of the player. Uh, probably Mr. October. That's a, that's a pretty unreal nickname. Not only like, is it like pretty, uh, subtle? Um, but it's kind of, kind of lit kind of shows that you, uh, show up to the, to the big, to the, to the big show. Okay. And of those, of those names I just dropped. So I think that was about eight or 10 uh, nicknames. Which one, if you were to pick one for yourself to be known as for any sport, really? What are you going with? I honestly like I'm I'm not the Black Mamba, so maybe I could be. Uh, I don't, I don't, I well, be say that. say you were say no. you were a, a black <laughs> basketball player. Um, no, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Probably like either like I think King James is unreal. Um, either that or like I kind of I kind of fuck with the uh, uh, Mr. October one. What about you? Yeah, I gotta. I would either say 
the captain or the great one i think those are just hard like those are such like are there universal uh, things people say like there's a captain of every team everyone everyone's like oh he's great at hockey he's great at baseball he's great at basketball this is the great one and you know who it is so i think those are two pretty hard names yeah being associated just to, with that like ambiguity is pretty would be pretty lit um mm-hmm. are there captains in baseball like there's not like c's on the jerseys or are there i don't know i don't think there are there, there have been there have been um, no jason way Verit- yeah jason veritek look him up right now um he was like the captain of the red Sox. he was the catcher um yeah he was like you can look him up right now and there's a c on his jersey because he was the captain so that's the only one i can really think of off the top of my head to be quite honest with you so interesting i'm looking yeah yeah Jeter's called the captain because the shortstop is the captain of the infield and he was like the Gresh shortstop at the time. And pretty overrated player overall if we do uh, if we do want to go there, but we won't go there. Um all right. Is there uh I guess we should yeah. just quickly touch on the AD thing, sure. We'll talk on the AD thing and the all-star game. Yes, yes, yes. So Anthony Davis has run into some some injury trouble, and it does not sound like this is a short term or uh, minimal uh, time time off here. According to Lodge, apparently, 80s MRI revealed a calf strain and a re-aggravation of the right Achilles tendinosis sources apparently said, and apparently that is worse or can be more damaging than, um, tend tendinitis. I think, I think I watched a video on it. Tendinitis? Really yeah, that that's what it is. Um, apparently he, once Davis eventually returns to LA, he will immediately get another evaluation but it is extremely unlikely that Davis returns to the lineup prior to the all-star break during March 10th. He's having a little bit of a down year for, for Anthony Davis. Um, Just so like the Lakers are still doing really well. They're in second place, but Davis this year is at some career lows, to be honest with you, Simon, I'm not career lows, but like recent career lows, if, if you know what I mean. So Right now, he's averaging 22.5 points a game, okay? He hasn't averaged that few amount of points since 2013-2014, his second season in the league, okay? Okay. Total rebounds per game, almost tied for the lowest of his career, which was in his rookie year. Um, Blocks per game, he's usually been a tremendous, you know, rim protector and he is tied for his career low right now which was again in his rookie season so it's just been a weird year for him so far he's he's not looked like himself um so maybe this injury was was kind of like all that kind of come together you know what i mean it this this could change things for 100%. for the depends Lakers, how long I think. it is depends how long it is they can win a few games without him but yeah but in a I long think, run mm-hmm, for sure yeah. uh i think um, the timing could, of it yeah no I, I i think the timing there's never a good time to get hurt but this would be the best time to get hurt in the season yeah. when the all-star yep. break is coming up 
But if it is long term, um, and it is a situation like KD, right? Like remember when KD got hurt, it they didn't think it was long term. Um and I you know, we know how that turned out. It was a year off plus plus mm-hmm. um that and I don't know, like Lakers are in a critical position right now, right? Like not only do they have uh like they're they're in a win win now mode. Um, you know, LeBron's getting older. I'm that's just the reality of it. And I don't know. They bought a lot of old guys this offseason too. So for for leadership experience that will would complement those two, right? And so I don't know, and maybe I'll get flamed for this. Uh, I know that you did in uh uh for you for your LeBron take in, in, in the last pod. But I I don't know if LeBron can carry a team. Like I he was great last year in the bubble, but Anthony Davis was lights out. Yeah, I have to say I don't think in this in this Western Conference, LeBron without AD can come out of the West. No. I think he can maybe win, like say they're in like second or, or first place at the end of the season. Um, LeBron can probably help take them past the first round, which is probably going to be like, I don't know, the Trailblazers or, or I don't know, like a, a, a good team, but a team that LeBron can manage. But once he gets to the Clippers... Or he gets to the even like man, the Suns or 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 the Jazz who are having a good season or the Nuggets like those top five kind of competing teams right now. I don't see him alone doing what he used to do with the Cavs and just take on whole teams by himself, right? For sure. And uh, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. Press up to uh, eighty. You, don't, you never want to see that. Injuries um, suck. Any sport. Especially in fantasy. Especially with, yeah. Especially with a, a, a Achilles tendons, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know about for me personally, but like I learned or rather realized the significance when kind of looking and, and, and following the KD rehab and, and story. And you got to be careful with them, right? Like I, I, like I it's reality and you, you rush it and you're back to not only square zero, you're in the negatives. And you, you could really do some long-term damage. So it'll be an interesting. You know who uh, else? Uh, sorry, Simon, not to cut you off, but no. you know who else had a, a bad Achilles injury? Who? Eric Carlson. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's why uh, he's not no longer the the number one D in in the league. Sure. That's that's the reason, Simon. So. I think the, yeah, uh, the the discourse though, like I think people were saying, like Nets and four. I don't think we're there yet. If AD can't uh, come back, but it makes things a little bit interesting, and I definitely agree. I don't think they're coming out of the West if AD's out for this for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, if he wants to sit out for a majority of the season, come back for the playoffs, because I'm sure the Lakers will still be in a, a decent playoff spot even without him assume, for the regular I would season. So for sure. Um. Um. What was I going to say? Yeah, like if he's back for the playoffs, that's what really matters, right? But mm-hmm. again, if he's going to come back just to the playoffs, does he make as big of an impact as he would if he was like, you know, in the middle of it, um, in the zone going, you know, he's fluid and things like that. So I don't know, Simon, things to look out for. I, I honestly think it, it won't be that big of a deal. I think he'll be back after the All-Star game, um, back in stride, hopefully better than before. Um, it's good to see everyone in the NBA competing at the highest level, like, you don't like injury injury rings. You don't like no. Don't you want to see the best teams competing, right? At the end of the day, for sure. And that means everyone's healthy on the team. Jay, let's talk about the All Star. 
game. Yeah, so this just came out today or yesterday. I think it was today, actually. Um, so the N- the NBA is having an All-Star game this year, and they're going to actually have pretty much everything on the same day. So the plan is, as of right now, March 7th, to have the NBA All-Star game. The pre-game festivities will include the three-point contest and the skills competition, which are usually done on the Saturday night before. And then they'll play the first half of the All-Star game. And then in the halftime, they'll have the dunk contest. And then they'll play the second half of the game. Um, not too sure why this was, you know, well, we know why. landed on. Because, well, yeah, they want to make money. I understand that. But, like, why was this specific outline, like, the way they decided to go with it? Is, there a, is, there a, is this safer than doing two separate nights like they have in the past, Simon? Is it? Yeah, it's just mitigating risk, right? Like the less But if time, all the same people are going to be there in the same time, how does that change I, from I, 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 a day? You're, you're right. It, this isn't... I, but I, I, safety is a priority to the NBA, obviously. But like, if safety really was the number one priority, this event wouldn't, wouldn't be happening. happening in the first place. And I honestly think a, a reason players don't want to play in it is because they're tired um, because they didn't get a nice long off season like they usually do. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. So, I mean, I think, I think a reason they're also doing it one day is so players can have more time off. It's like, oh, we'll chill for a couple of days, play for a game, chill for another couple of days. Um, another well, good an, question that's, to ask that's is... an interesting point. That's an interesting point about... Yeah, because usually it's Friday, break. Saturday, Sunday. You're all... You're there the whole time, right? Yeah. And they're practicing yeah. Friday, Saturday... So but also um, like, Jacob, I just want to bring up that that point, and I wonder. You, you mentioned that players, specific the more prominent players in, in the league, aren't afraid to voice their uh, disapproval or or this uh, their 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 disagreement or the dis- this this disinterest disinterest uh, their disinterest in the league's ideas. How miserable do you think these players are going to look during? the games and do you think it's going to be noticeable yep i think it's it's going to go a little backwards because last year we had like a great all-star game one of the best in recent history everyone was trying there was money on the line for charity um all the all the best players were playing except like steph curry who was injured kevin durant who was injured but um two great lineups um yeah just competing like just competing siakam you know missing yeah that was four layups Lowry taking charges, you know, and then yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're going to regress a bit in terms of that. So we're going to see that lazy kind of throw me a lob. I'm going to shoot really deep threes. But like, one guy is going to go really there's... hard while everyone else just kind of sits around, right? But sure, I'm like, I think there's even going to be a step further, like with no fans in the crowd, or there are going to be fans. Sorry, they're going to be limited number of where is, fans. Where is this taking place? Atlanta, where is this taking place? Atlanta, Atlanta. So I don't know how Georgia's restrictions are. Uh, out of if we're going to compare them to like Ontario to Florida, they're probably like a like a, an Alberta. If you okay. does that make sense? Like they're kind yeah, of open, yeah, yeah. they're kind of not, they're kind of vibing. Uh, they kind of care, but they don't want to reopen their economy. Yeah, okay. uh, Atlanta's mayor, uh, like Atlanta's run by a pretty significant Republican, but like I, I, I don't know. I don't. I, like, I think it's so not pretty. They, they, they were blue in this past uh, presidential election, though, which was surprising. Right? They were, they were one of those swing to, states. Uh, shout out to uh, Stacey Abrams. 
<laughs> but hey, yeah, anyways. like I think it'll be it'll be probably an, a little boring to watch, but they need that viewer money, so. Yeah, it's, yeah, and they're not shy to say that. That's the whole reason why they're doing this. They need to fill TV deals. That's exactly why there is two outdoor games next week for the NHL. And um, Lake uh, somewhere mm-hmm. on a golf course. But yeah, it's just viewership, right? Sponsor deals. Yeah. And so and we get it. We get it. You need to make money. It's a business. So. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, just to cap off, nothing really happened with the Blue Jays this week. They signed David Phelps, another pitcher. Uh, not to be confused with David Price, anyone. If they saw that and saw David P, it was David Phelps, not David Price. No way we're getting David Price for one year, $1.75 million. So it's just another random pitcher we were adding, probably middle relief. Um, not very exciting. I, pitchers and catchers, Simon, two days. Are you getting pumped? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to say the least. I think I think this is going to be the most exciting year since like 2015 for the Jays. So that's exciting. Yeah. Making some pretty big assumptions, which you know only leads to getting hurt, but I'm ready for it. It'll be good to uh have like your specialty sport. You know what I mean? Like I'm obsessed with the Raptors. I don't know. Oh, sorry, with the Leafs. Um you, I don't. Are you obsessed with the Jays? Like, I don't think it's on as in as inappropriate as no, my obsession it's not with as, the Leafs. No, it's not as inappropriate as your obsession with the Leafs. But I definitely care a lot. I would say the Jays are my favorite team. Yeah, definitely in the summer. But if I had to choose one team to like win their respective championship, I would probably choose the Jays. Yeah. Well, and you or- would choose the Leafs. So that's okay. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, this was an emotional, emotional uh, podcast. As I've calmed down a little bit, uh, thank you uh, for for listening. If you're here, shout out to you. Have a great week, and we will see you guys next week. Bye.